welcome to the Thrive Retirement Planning Podcast, where we help you design a retirement life you love. I'm your host and retirement planning specialist, Carl Wollston. I'm the founder of Thrive Retirement Planning, and this podcast was created to address, integrate, and simplify eight critical components that I believe every successful retirement plan needs to include. Often we see retirees and financial professionals may address one or two of these components, but it takes all eight working together in alignment to create a truly successful and thriving retirement. Our goal is to help you reduce your anxiety about retirement, get answers on Social Security, and design a plan to replace your income. We want to help you take steps, protect and grow your investments, and ethically reduce your retirement taxes. Welcome to the show today, everybody. Uh, Once again, I'll put a plug out. We are growing uh, the the numbers of people who are watching or listening to the show. uh, If you're just to keep increasing month in and month out. And so thanks thanks for being a listener. If this is your first time with us, welcome. If you're back uh, for seconds or for thirds or for more, more than that, welcome, welcome. Appreciate you being here today. Today, uh, excited to talk about a topic that uh, doesn't get talked about uh, too much, uh, but uh, nonetheless is important. And uh, specifically, we want to talk about probate today, five strategies to avoid probate. So probate can be an expensive, time-consuming, um, it can be very public, and uh, it can be frustrating to your heirs. Uh, should you create a will, a trust? What's the difference? Is it worth your effort to avoid probate? In this episode, I'm going to discuss five specific strategies to avoid probate. And this is, of course, part of my ongoing commitment to assist you in your education uh, about retirement, about making good financial decisions for your retirement years and through end-of-life scenarios. I want you to be able to make better decisions in all eight uh, areas of your retirement planning. So I'm not here today as an attorney, but rather I'm here to educate you on high-level aspects of estate planning. I recommend uh, you working with a competent legal, legal professionals that can assist you in making your estate planning decisions for your specific needs. So my goal is to put these strategies on your radar so that you can plan your retirement and estate more effectively. So let's start today on the five strategies to avoid probate by talking about what probate is. Probate, it's the legal process or the legal way a person's estate is handled after they pass away. And its purpose is to make sure that Assets and possessions are given to the correct people. It also ensures that any debts and taxes are paid. So it settles up that estate of yours. So a will does not help you avoid probate, but rather it gives specific instructions upon your passing. And so the probate process will review a will and validate it, make sure it's accurate or make sure it's according to that it was actually written by you and that it's in good standing, then an executor is appointed to distribute your state to the beneficiaries of your choosing. So it's a court-appointed process. So if no, no will exists, your estate can be handled through the default, what they call the interstate laws. And those interstate laws are governed by the state uh, you live in. And, but be aware that your assets may not be distributed as you would have designated. And of course, this isn't in assets. This can be children as well, uh, that if you're thinking they should go to a certain person, 
your, your children to be watched over someone they have a great relationship with. If they just go to the default into state laws, uh, then you could have uh, vastly different outcomes than what you would want uh, in regards to your children and, of course, your assets. So as, as a side note to all of this, that uh, in your state there might be what they call small estate guidelines um, that minimize probate, the probate process. So in Utah, for example, uh, I'm, uh, my office is located up in Bountiful, uh, in Bountiful up in Farmington, Utah, just uh, live in Bountiful up in Farmington. And up, uh, Farmington is about 20 minutes north of Salt Lake City. And in Utah, there are these small estate guidelines that deal with estates with less than $100,000 and no real property, so no properties involved. So they're kind of a streamlined process. So if that's you, you probably don't have to worry about this, but you have to look at it in your own state and you can talk to competent legal professionals, do your research, and find out if that pertains to you. So here's three reasons you may want to avoid probate. One is, and the first reason is time. The probate process can last anywhere from a few months to a couple of years, depending on the complexity of your state. So many factors can, can influence this timeline. So for example, is there a will? Uh, the number of beneficiaries involved? Is the will gonna be disputed? Uh, do, benefit, do the beneficiaries agree on what you said in your will? Uh, does the estate have debt? Um, is the estate gonna be uh, taxable? Uh, how complicated are the assets involved to liquidate and to get rid of? Um, attorneys getting involved and just this whole entire process. So time, uh, time certainly can be kind of a headache uh, regarding the probate process. Also, the second, another reason you may want to uh, avoid probate is the expense. So probate, depending on where you're at, can cost different things. But if you need to get an attorney involved and you, you need to go through that process, it's estimated it can uh, cost 3 to 7% of a person's total assets. And uh, depending on who you talk to, depending on where it's at, there's even some guidelines at state level that kind of say what attorneys can charge in order to take you through the probate process and settle the estate. So it's 3 to 7%, and that can be a lot. So on a million dollars, that could be $30,000 if it, that was at 3%. On a million dollars... A million dollar state that could be seventy thousand if it's seven percent. So with proactive planning, these costs can often be reduced. So here's a here's a the third piece on a, a reason you could potentially uh, want to avoid probate, and that's the the lack of privacy. The probate process is a public process, meaning that the estate matters can be discovered by maybe relatives or neighbors. If someone showed up at the courthouse, they could view the entire record. So the probate process um, can be different across the United States. So I, I highly recommend researching what would happen in your specific area and work with a competent attorney, as I mentioned before, to help you make wise estate planning decisions. So what are, what are five strategies then to avoid probate? So while every situation is unique, many retirees who've accumulated assets can benefit from minimizing the impact of probate. And when you avoid probate, 
it can often be less expensive, less time consuming, and private. So your neighbor won't know the amount of assets or to whom you gave them if you're doing this uh, through some of these strategies I'm talking about. So let's talk about a few different things here. Uh, the first strategy to avoid probate is what we call a TOD designation. It, it, that stands for transfer on death. And TODs, are they're generally used for uh, non-qualified bank and brand, uh, brokerage accounts. So you just you go down to your, your bank um, and you could uh, put your a TOD designation and that's just a, a document you fill out and that says who, if you were to pass away, who, who gets this? And that just makes it streamlined so it stays out of that estate and it's just a document that, that transfers that. The same thing on taxable brokerage accounts. Uh, if you just have a, investments in a taxable account, you're gonna, you want that TOD designation and that's just a, it's a contract that says this is where it's gonna go. And this designation transfers the ownership to the beneficiaries of your choosing outside of the probate process. So for example, this last year, uh, I worked with, uh, uh, talked with an individual who was single and had a large amount of money in her bank account. So, and she's single, so if she were to pass away without a TOD designation, that money would just be included in the probate process. And if she didn't have a will, that's just gonna go to those interstate laws and you know, if if she has, for example, nieces and nephews or others that she wants that to go to, or a brother and sister or specific people, she's not going to know, she's not going to have control over that if she doesn't at least do a will. But through that TOD designation, she can avoid that whole probate process and just have it pass. So it's a, it's a powerful uh, tool to use that TOD designation for some of those uh, taxable assets, bank accounts, uh, brokerage account, taxable brokerage accounts. All right, let's talk about the, the second strategy to avoid probate. This is a beneficiary designation. So when you set up your 401k, uh, 403b, IRA, um, you'll select uh, beneficiaries. And that's just a, a part of the process. And so that, uh, these accounts, are kind of like a, a TOD. They simply pass to the beneficiaries you selected without going through the probate process. And so why am I bringing this up here? Well, I wanna make sure you understand that that's what's happening there. They don't go through that um, through uh, the probate process because of that. Also, uh, a common mistake is that people don't update their beneficiaries as life events occur. So it's important to understand that your beneficiary designation um, will supersede what's in a will. So if your will says one thing, I'm going to pass this to this person. I'm passing my 401k to, uh, to my sister Susie. But your beneficiary designation says you're giving it to your brother John the designation, beneficiary designation supersedes that which is in a will. So that's a, that's a big deal. Here's another example. Let's say you had a 401k that was established when you were married and your wife was the beneficiary. Uh, 
if you're divorced and you haven't updated that, uh, it could be it could be an estate nightmare. And so making sure that the, when life events happen that you're updating those beneficiary designation is really important for you. So uh, number three on strategies to avoid probate is um, hold property jointly. So an example of this would be a bank account held jointly with what they call rights of survivorship. And there's other type of jointly account, uh, joint accounts uh, as well. But in this case, I'm just going to talk about rights of survivorship by husband and wife. And so even though a TOD, if a TOD wasn't a, a established, if a husband were to pass away, the assets would be um, in his wife's name. So it's, it's not only after the account owner pass, um, it's not only after the account owner passes that the TOD would be exercised. So it, what I'm trying to say there is the TOD gets exercised in this type of account after a husband, uh, the husband would, it would transfer to the wife if he was to pass away with this rights of survivorship. And then the TOD would come into effect after both people held jointly would, uh, were to pass away. So the, those uh, properties held jointly can be a powerful tool, especially for, uh, for husband and wife. And that's common what you have at your bank account. You're just going to hold those together. And so if one of you pass away, it goes to the next person. But getting that TOD designation uh, is a powerful thing as well. So uh, number four, strategy to avoid probate is use a living trust. A living trust is a legal document that can be, can be set to own your assets and then pass them to beneficiaries. And often this is done at your death. There's ways of, of passing those into a trust before you die as well. But it, a trust can own assets like your home, your vehicles, collectibles. Uh, once a trust is set up and then funded, assets can pass privately to beneficiaries rather than public like probate. So you can have your home passed to whoever you want and then you can designate uh, those beneficiaries, of course, but you could have your trustee liquidate uh, and then pass uh, the asset, the assets on to your beneficiaries. You can do those things, but the, the assets have to, you not only have to create the trust, but you have to fund the trust. And that's a big part of uh, creating a trust as well. Now there is a fee with an attorney to set up a trust, and the but the costs can often be much less than navigating the probate process. So in addition, the process is overseen uh, as I mentioned, by a trustee that you can designate. So you have control over that. And then you can put your directions just right there in the trust. Now, just an item of note, there are a couple different kinds of living trust. There's what's called a revocable and an irrevocable. And each have advantages and disadvantages. Uh, those, that, those of you that know me, those, uh, those clients that work with me, they, they know that I'm constantly saying, in most cases, there's um, if it's a reputable product or a reputable thing like a trust or a revocable trust or irrevocable there's 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 usually not such thing as a good or a bad mainstream product what it what you really get into is what tools what does it do what what it, are you trying to accomplish with your retirement and with your money and then you find a product or a system to help you accomplish what you are trying to accomplish and uh, many, many times people say, this is a product and we're going to make it work for every situation. And that's just not the case. Uh, there are uh, positives and negatives to, to all mainstream financial products. So generally, uh, back to this uh, revo revocable and irrevocable living trust. 
a revocable trust can be adjusted and adapted by the grantor or the person, the grantor is the person who sets up the trust at any time before they pass away and assets in the trust will then be in, uh, are included in the estate at death. So you put your, like your, you could put your, your property into the, the trust. And so the trust now owns the property, but um, you can still, with a revocable trust, go in and adjust what happens with that trust. But when you do that, it stays in your estate at death, meaning you can have estate taxes. Now, um, estate tax is so high right now, up at uh, 11.7 million, and uh, most people in the United States aren't going to be affected by that estate tax. And so uh, a lot uh, revocable trust can be beneficial for a lot of people. An irrevocable trust, on the other hand, uh, you move assets out of your estate, so they, they're not taxed, but you, you can't change this trust anymore after it's set up. You set it up and it's kind of, uh, it is what it is. And uh, that's why you can get the, um, the, the, the money out of your state or the assets out of your state and they don't, uh, they're not subject to that tax in most cases because you're giving up control and you're saying, I gave these away, I gave them to the trust. And, uh, and so you're, you're working your estate that, from that direction. So once again, there's a lot of trusts. There's a lot of trust, types of trust, a lot of strategies in estate planning. Please talk to an attorney about your specific estate and see what's right for your situation. Uh, the fifth strategy to avoid probate is no matter your net worth, uh, uh, one strategy to move assets out of your estate and uh, avoid probate is to give the assets away while you're living. So in 2021, this year, individuals can give up to $15,000 to an individual without having to pay a gift tax. So you just you can give that gift away. And the person receiving it doesn't pay tax on the gift either. So for example, if you had five people you wanted to give money to, and you, you could move $75,000 out of your estate in a given year. Pretty cool. And if you're married, your spouse could also give $75,000. You could give $150,000. Now, five is not the limit, uh, but it's $15,000 per person. Um, but you could give, you and your wife could each give fifteen dollars and give that person $30,000. Uh, now, there may be some a document to fill out if you and your wife uh, both give that gift, but it's uh, not taxable as you give that away. Um, this gets, can be a highly effective way to, uh, to avoid uh, probate as well. So an additional note is you can gift money for tuition and medical payments on behalf of other individuals as well. And uh, that's, a, that's a, a great way as well to, to gift money. But this money must be given directly to the organization. So um, for example, you could give a grandchild $15,000 and also pay their tuition of $20,000 and all can get moved out of your estate. And uh, so that's, that's another strategy. Once again, talk to, uh, talk to accountants, attorneys, and those people who can um, help you formulate your estate plan. So action, action steps today is that if you're really within about 10 years of retirement um, and you're starting to think about, uh, about things, take a look at probate, talk with a professional, uh, see what you can do depending on the size of your state, put strategies in place 
that minimize taxes, uh, and specifically as we're talking about today, see if avoiding probate is a strategy that you want to adopt as part of your retirement plan. So I'd invite you that if you're within those 10 years of retirement and you're looking to create strategies around replacing your paycheck, deciding when to retire, when to take Social Security, how you're going to invest after retirement, should you have an IRA, all those types of things, I'd invite you to set up an appointment with us at Thrive Retirement Planning, either in person or virtually, uh, where we can get to know each other. Uh, simply call us at 801-810-8434. That's 801-810-8434. Or go to ThriveRP, that's Thrive Retirement Planning, thriverp.com, and just click on the Get Started page. You can schedule an appointment right there on the page. Makes it nice and simple, just shows up on our calendar, and then we can chat, like I said, via in-person or via online. Now, uh, last thing I just want to make you guys aware of, I haven't mentioned it yet today, that we do have a free online Social Security Masterclass. It's a, uh, I did a, uh, a class actually last night here locally, uh, and this online Masterclass is like that uh, is like that class. Of course, it doesn't have the interaction, that type of thing, but it's great gives you a great foundation for some of the basics of Social Security. Uh, you can access that free by going to thriverp.com forward slash ss. thriverp.com forward slash ss. Thanks for being here. Look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great one. Bye-bye. Carl Wolston is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, an SEC registered advisor. Thrive Retirement Planning and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors.